And welcome. I am Bill English, the publisher here at Bible and Business. I want to thank you for joining me today. Uh, you are joining me in the second part of a seven-part series on Christian stewardship. This series really comes from chapter three of my book, A Christian Theology of Business Ownership. Last week, we looked at part one, God Owns Everything. In today's episode, we're going to look at the second part, the second biblical foundation for Christian stewardship, which is the concept of entrustments. But before we get going, I'd like to invite you to head over to my website, bibleandbusiness.com. There's a number of different things out there for Christian business owners and Christians who are leaders in business. I have articles and podcasts, some tools, and you can also participate uh, in our surveys. You'll also be able to download the slides for this and other videos in PDF format. So I invite you to head over there and see how we can be helpful to you. So our agenda for today is to look at examples of entrustments in the Bible and then to cover the biblical foundation uh, of, of entrustments and then see what the lessons are that God has for us uh, today. Here's the idea of entrustments encapsulated in two sentences. Because God owns everything. And we got to start there. Entrustments doesn't exist unless there's first an owner. So because God owns everything, he has the authority and the right to entrust to us his possessions that need care and attention. As a result, biblical stewardship views everything we have as an entrustment from God. The first example of entrustments comes to us in the parable of the ten talents in Matthew 25. Verse 14 is really our focus for today. For, the, for in verse 14, when Christ is talking about the kingdom of God, he likens it to a master who goes on a long journey. And this is what Christ says in verse 14. For it will be like a man going on a journey, it being the kingdom of God. For the kingdom of God will be like a man going on a journey, who called his servants and entrusted to them his property. In this parable, who owns the property is not in question. The master is the owner, and the servants are not. Later on, we'll find that two of the three servants perform very well, and the master rewarded those stewards of what had been entrusted to them with even more, whereas he punished the unfaithful steward by taking away what that uh, steward had been given and giving it to the others who were faithful. That's one example of an entrustment in the Bible. But there are other examples of entrustment in the Bible. The keeper of the prison in Genesis 39 entrusted everything to Joseph. In Genesis 41, Pharaoh entrusted everything to Joseph. And Solomon put Jeroboam in charge of the forced labor in 1 Kings 11. Paul himself said that he had been entrusted with the glorious gospel. He wrote that in 1 Timothy 1, verse 12, and commanded Timothy to guard the good deposit that has been entrusted to you. He also commanded Timothy to entrust these things to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. Interestingly enough, Jesus did not entrust himself to those who would not believe in him. We find that in John chapter 2, verse 24. 
And in a very real sense, Jesus would not take what is holy and cast it before swine. So in a very real sense, Jesus would not entrust that which is holy before and, and, and give it to people who were unholy or who would not treat it as sacred. We find that in Matthew 7, verse 6. I even find that there's entrustments within the Trinity. Let's look at the Great Commission in Matthew 28, verses 18 and 19. Jesus came after he had been resurrected, came to his disciples and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore. Look, God has all the authority, and he has entrusted all of that authority to Jesus Christ. In John 16, we find that the Holy Spirit really plays an entrusting role uh, in our lives. Christ is talking to the disciples in his final uh, farewell discourse. He says, I have much more to say to you, more than you can now bear. But when he, the Spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all the truth. He will not speak on his own. He will only speak what he hears, and he will tell you what is yet to come. He will glorify me because it is from me that he will receive what he will make known to you. Now, look at this part. All that belongs to the Father is mine. So there we have ownership and we have entrustments. That is why I said the Spirit will receive from me and he will make known to you. So the Father has entrusted to the Son and the Son entrusts to the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit makes known to us that which is coming from the very mind of God, the very mind of Christ. Entrustments and ownership even exists within the Trinity. So in short, each material item that we own, each experience, each idea, every talent, all this and more are entrustments from the Lord, and they're to be stewarded to further his kingdom. So what are the lessons that we have learned today and in this series so far? The first lesson is that God owns everything. And because he owns everything, including everything we have, then everything we have is really an entrustment. From the Lord. Now in our next episode, in part three of the seven-part series, we're going to dive into the foundational aspects of stewardship as it relates to our relationship with God. We've looked at the first two foundational aspects of Christian stewardship, which is God owns everything and everything we have is an entrustment from him. In this third foundational aspect of Christian stewardship, we're going to dive into our relationship with God. I hope you can join me. I want to thank you for being here today with me. Thank you for uh, being interested in this, and I hope that this is helpful to you. If it is, drop me a line. Let me know how you're doing. You can email me at bill at bibleandbusiness, and is A-N-D, bibleandbusiness.com. I'd love to hear from you. And if you know of a Christian business owner or a Christian in leadership, let them know about this site. Let them know about this video series. I'm sure that they will be blessed uh, by participating in what we're doing here as well. Thank you for coming, and I hope to see you next time here at the Bible and Business. Go out and make it a great day. Take care.